If you're just tuning in, welcome. My name's Gerns, and I'm also joined by Halima. Hi, guys. Long Hi, time everyone. No see. I know. Oh. How long has it been? Four, three weeks. Are you, Halima? Like, what? New hair, loving it. Thank like, you. you thank know you. What? Thank you. I get what you meant now because the first time it was more red, wasn't it? And this is more like ginger. I get. I, I love the red, but now I get what you mean in terms of the ginger as well. Guys, like, I went through a whole ordeal. <laughs> so. Fans of the show will have heard me before when I was, um, I had alluded to a mysterious hair change. Mm. And I told Carlos off screen that I was going ginger and Carlos wasn't convinced. Um, but initially when I went, basically a few things went wrong with my hair. I had to go back to the hairdressers twice. So I was there three times um, because my hair just kept going red because I have like a lot of red undertones in my hair. Mm. Um, but eventually we did manage to get this is like an auburn now I need to like top up the colour it's all faded like mm. when it when I first got it done it was actually like proper proper ginger um, this is auburn right now I like it thank you thank you very much yeah new hair new me new tan <laughs> I'm yeah, feeling honestly, good well we'll get on to your little excursion in a bit god do I have you know do I have stories yeah. for you guys Halima came back from holiday and was like can the whole episode be about me or something yeah dude sure. that's Carlos said Carlos, Carlos a message like I think this week's episode should just be about me yeah I've got a lot to say for sure but first of all just mm -hmm. want to cover um something that only came up like what was it 11 last night um so obviously part life is going on right now so obviously anyone who's there isn't going to be listening to this but hope you're having a good time sending out into the universe yeah. one person who is there is simran um, yep yeah, clap for simran who's finished all her exams she's got a dissertation left now but so simran got herself an airbnb in Bolton. Bolton of all places. <laughs> when she told us, we were like, what are you doing all the way out in Bolton? But I thought it makes sense in terms of part left, right? Because it's like North Manchester. Yeah, like, I guess. Yeah. It's not that far from um, Hyde Park. Guys, I came back from London this morning. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The London in me. I'm going to just shake it off. But anyway, um, she went to Bolton, Airbnb. We got a text last night at like 11 p.m. <laughs> like, guys, emergency. I was like, oh my gosh, what is the, what, what could it possibly be that she's messaging us about? And it was, um, they found mice in the Airbnb. Do you know what's so Rodents. funny? You know what's so funny? I didn't realise till afterwards when you had said my worst nightmare that you hate Yeah, rats. exactly. I was literally like, uh, no, 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 no. I forgot. No, I actually no, forgot. No. No. What would you have done in that situation? Left straight away, like absolutely no way. I like 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 what Simran has done. Simran relocated and went to a hotel. That's nuts. Airbnb and it's got it's got rodents in but it. But that's the thing. Like, surely they must have had past reviews and stuff. And like, you, if you're renting out your house and you've got rodents, like, what do you well, yeah. think is gonna happen? Yeah. Like the you know, like it's not. Uh, more yeah. more than obvious apart from obviously like having to deliver a certain standard of accommodation for people it's also the fact that once someone goes there and there's mice they're obviously going to write a review about that and then that's you just that's done like, yeah, yeah like, who else is going to stay there unless they're absolutely desperate like, but the thing is is that surely they're not the first people to have found the mice true so that i am kind of like simran did you look at the airbnb like i don't know but there's surely 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 it would have come up with like one star if there's mice there. I don't know. Maybe they've just been getting away with it. I don't know. Maybe people haven't noticed. But um, Simran was able to find alternate accommodation. So all is well. And I hope that she's having a good time at part life. Huh. But before we get into your like nice little holiday excursion, I wanted to go to the opposite end of the spectrum oh. and ask about any hotel or just staying at a certain accommodation horror oh, stories yeah like anything that's gone on like oh yeah oh yeah yeah i'm interested to hear yours because <laughs> i think off the top of my head i don't think i have any i just really can't get on board with like hotel sheets like i just every time I, i'm there i just think about how many people have been in them and done stuff and i'm just like oh. yeah, well, they wash them before. yeah 
Yeah, but it'll be like a massive like washing machine. They just put it all in, and you know, you know. I mean, e even when you wash stuff, you still know it's there. And whenever I go to hotel, I always come back like my skin. Like I normally have like quite good skin, even though I don't. Really? I I don't take care of it at all. Like I'm just quite yeah, annoyingly blessed in like that all way. Like men, like men yeah. in general, annoying. Yeah, my anchor's not very happy with me about mm -hmm. that, but. I come back from, ho I think it's like the dust, you know? I come back from hotels and I'm just like, oh, I like, don't feel it. But I just don't like hotel is that, sheets. Is that not just in your head? It's not, though, because it's like, they always smell the same way as well. Like, they don't smell nice. And it is, it's weird because I think Airbnbs, for some reason, are different to hotels. And I think it is because with hotels, they it's more this, like, mass... Washing, it probably industrial like, yeah. like style washing and washing powder, and, and especially if sometimes they like have like stains on them or something. Like you know what I mean? Like oh no, thankfully quite... I've never had that experience. Yeah. Thank God that would actually that would like creep me out definitely. Yeah. But go on, what's your specific one? I well, I've not had any like um, like hygiene stories. Thankfully, luckily, um, but I, we did have one like horror story. Oh. Um, this was when in a couple of years back when I was traveling like Southeast Asia. So it was me, there were six of us all together. It was me, some cousins and a friend, right? And um, that were all young girls. And we were in Penang in Malaysia, right? Mm. And the name of the hotel was Hotel 66. And our room name was six. And there were six uh. beds, six of us. You know the devil's number, guys, 666. And the lady, so in Islam, we have this thing called like jinns, right? Which are like spirits. They can be good, they can be bad. Um, but they can be make themselves known to like humans, right? Mm. And this woman was like, the host was so creepy. Like she was nice, but she was so, like she didn't look human, right? Mm. She didn't look human. In Islam, we believe that jinns can take the form of a human, but there will be some kind of like deformity. Like there will be something that doesn't look quite human about them even if yeah. they take like human form and this woman just did not look human and then oh actually no this is a kind of like a hygiene thing um there was like so so we you know like hair is like um it can be like uh hair is a funny basically like whenever i brush my hair and i throw my hair in the bin i always look i always spit on it because like not spit but like I do that because it is, it is superstitious, but we believe that hair can be used for like black magic. Because uh, it's got like your DNA and stuff. But so, so like, what, apparently if you spitting? do, th 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 like, can't. Spitting more of your DNA. I don't know. <laughs> it is superstitious. I know it's superstitious. I just, I'm not doing it because I'm like, this is so scientific, but it is just superstitious. But um, so hair, whenever there's like hair, that's like a bad omen. And there was like a hair dangling down from one of the beds. Mm. And then there was like, this is so weird. There was an Oreo packet that I had in my bag, right? In my traveling bag. And it was in one of the side pockets. And I got it out. And um, and then there was like a few Oreos that had been eaten. But like no one ate, no one had eaten them. And the pocket is like, it's um, it's elasticated. So no, it can't be. First, we like, okay, maybe it was mice or whatever. But firstly, we never saw mice anywhere. Secondly, it's cause, because it's elasticated, mice wouldn't be able to get into it. Because it's like, it's like elasticated shut. Mm -hmm. So it's only like humans that will be able to like pry it open. Uh. It was so creepy. Just that place just gave us really eerie vibes. Fair enough. No, Good times. I when you start going down i didn't think about the whole like horror room but actually now i think about it me and my friends like i don't think we've been for that a couple of years now but like we always used to kind of go for like in the summer to like airbnb like just kind of like a getaway for a few days just to like have a bit of a relax hot tub was always essential and that sort of thing yeah. like just something to do i think because we like um were always like a bit sort of broke so we didn't want to like spend money on going abroad, abroad so we just like yeah. let's just do airbnb so we there was one time where we went to like this place in like south wales and i remember we drove like ages to get to it yeah. and it was summer as well so summer isn't really spooky i think if you think spooky you think more autumn winter vibes but like we got there and it was fine but it was just the last night we were there um so the place was called um the old bakehouse so the idea is i always used to be a bakery and right. it was converted into okay. that blah 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 and we didn't realize until like the last night but we were actually like opposite like a graveyard as well so that oh was oh my like, god that, that is so bit, creepy yeah and then it was just the last night we just kind of like 
I think we were all just in one room together and we just kind of freaked each other out just kind of talking about it and I think I personally was like fine but I know like the majority of them like literally did not sleep that entire night do you night. believe in spirits I don't I believe in like an afterlife right. I don't I, I don't think I don't think I believe in like ghosts I don't believe that um that the afterlife I don't believe it can interfere in, in this, in in this, this way, you know what I realm. mean? Like, right. literally, where I live, I live in like an old hospital. Yeah. And everyone is always like, oh, it was on, it's it was haunted, on, blah, blah, blah. Um, <coughs> Carlos's house was on Most Haunted, yeah. the TV show. And it, but it was such a, we watched it in Halloween once, and it was literally such like over dramatic. It's like, oh my gosh, you can hear the dogs howling at night. I'm just like, well, people have dogs, like, uh, you know what okay, I mean? Like, okay. but, um, yeah, all my friends, I think all my friends kind of believe in ghosts and they free themselves out over. I'm just kind of like, meh. But do you believe in like, I, spirits? I, well, yes. I but just like, told you, you about yeah, but, but like, But like, can <coughs> gins like interfere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, they can make themselves known to like humans. Mm. Um, and the thing is, I used to be really, really, really scared. Um, but actually, I realised like, so gins are, like I said, they can be good, they can be bad like humans and they're like judged by God the same way as humans are. Um, and they're attracted to fear right mm. they're actually attracted to fear so one day i just re i just decided like just not going to be scared anymore and then i just wasn't scared you know my house is haunted your house that my you're house know. is haunted as beep yeah. it is so haunted even people that don't believe in ghosts like even like my completely atheist friends that like i have one atheist friend who like she comes to my house and she stays at my house but she won't go to the bathroom by herself she won't sleep like, if i tell her like oh hey you could have this room to yourself like sleep here stay here mm. wherever she will like come and stay with me is it an old house it's not an old house it's a uh, um basically do you, you want to hear the stories i want to know what because i'm always kind of like new build stuff i'm like how how can it be haunted it's new it's like, it is it, so it is it's a basically like one half of the house is is an old house and then the other half is uh, like we got extension done um but basically in islam like because jinn live like typically like under trees um so when you extend a house you're est essentially going into like jinn their like homes basically right. you're going into like jinn territory um so you're supposed to, like whenever you get extensions done and stuff or whenever you're building something you're supposed to there's special like rituals and like blessings and stuff that you're supposed to do basically um but yeah my house is very haunted and my sister my youngest sister was haunted why what happened to her okay so basically like she <laughs> this was like years ago now um we went to bangladesh and she's like generally like a, a was a good kid she's like maybe like th four years old maybe at that time three or four um and in bangladesh like like out of nowhere like really weird things started happening to her like she would throw tantrums but it wasn't like normal kid tantrums like yeah. she would literally like drag herself across the floor it was crazy oh. and she wouldn't let anyone touch her like my mum would just sit there like cry, like sobbing her eyes out because no one could go near her she would drag it was it was like, insane it was actually insane. Type, it was yeah. insane i'm not gonna lie and then we come, come back to the uk and then like on off on and off she would have these like tantrums but really weird like like there were instances where like one day she woke up at 6am and she's asleep in my parents' room right she woke up at 6am and she like kicked my dad out the house she like she just she just turned to my dad she's like get out the house and she wouldn't stop crying until my dad left and he said like go sit in his car in the driveway and then there was another time when me and my sister we come back from school the same thing she literally was like get out the house like she wouldn't stop crying until we got out the house like, and it was just, it just kept going on for a while so then my mum called like an imam right and um he came in and like he assessed the situation and he met my sister and stuff like that and then um in islam we have this special prayer called istikhara which is basically like whenever you want guidance from god if you want like an answer or a guidance on like a specific issue um so the imam went away and did istikhara but basically you do istikhara like every night for a certain period of time until you get like the answer so he went away and he did istikhara and then it was like a week i think and then in that week there was she had like another tantrum and then afterwards i think me and my sister were talking to her and we were like what's wrong why do you keep crying and she was like oh they they're um they're so annoying they won't leave me alone like that and we were like what like we were literally like eh? 
yeah it was it was creepy and then the imam comes back a week later and he's like basically there's these two young boy jinns that want to play with her and they're completely harmless they just want to play with her but she gets frustrated and it's weird because like we never and we never told the imam by the way when she, that she said like oh they won't leave me alone blah they're annoying blah 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 so it was just really weird that it matched up and then he gave her this thing called like um uh, a tabis which is like it's like an amulet with like an islamic prayer scroll inside it um and you put it like i said in like a locket or an amulet um, my mum didn't have the amulet so she just kept the piece of paper under my sister's bed and then the next day when she went to get the amulet the scroll was gone Mm. and then like a few days later I was praying in my other sister's room and then when I went down to do like supplication the scroll the piece of paper was there like randomly on my sister's floor mm. very weird happenings that was just so, one story but there's loads of other stories so like that you know when she was telling you or your dad to get out of the house was that her telling the gins to get out of the house or was she actually well, well we don't know we, she yeah. would just be like get out get out right like just yeah. get out Oh my god! I didn't even think of that. Yeah. It's, it was it was really really bizarre. And then just loads of things happen. Like loads of people that come and stay in my house. Like just it, like just get very get very scared. Yeah, I'm just gonna choose to <laughs> pretend I haven't heard all that because that is a bit spooky. But it like, is spooky. Yeah. But you know what? I don't. I used to be so scared to the point where like I wouldn't even go toilet by myself. Like I would be. I wouldn't walk around the house by myself at night. Mm. But now I'm like I. I do not care yeah. like the last incident that happened to me literally this was like maybe a year or two ago I was sleeping like this like on my back and then I I kid you not people think I'm capping when I say this I, I fully I promise you yeah I swear my life so, so someone slapped me like this someone moved my face like this no I I, I kid you I promise you I absolutely promise you Carlos I, and I, I, I swear I know, but like having literally, seen having seen on your stories what goes on in your house are you sure that wasn't no, one of your sister no no, no. I was <laughs> like I was like semi there was no one in the room though I was sleeping by myself and then you know when you're stirring in your sleep I was yeah. like stirring in my sleep and fully like this and I literally just I said my prayer and I just went back to sleep I thought I can't I don't have time for this today Fair enough. I mean that's the the thing in a lot of horror stories isn't it like um, like it you know the clown one yeah. said that Simran won't like that <laughs> but um, yeah. uh, that the whole idea behind that is that it's like it's feeding on your fear isn't it and it's like yeah. that so once you stop being scared it's like yeah exactly so, exactly yeah. we've gone on a massive tangent there but yeah, anyway, i think it's time for you to tell us because i'm interested what apart from telling us about your holiday in general like what what when you say loads of stories what's uh, going on i have one particular story this was before i even got on holiday you've probably seen on my socials right there's the passport uh, the passport Dollar. story goodness gracious <laughs> me now please please don't stress me out because man we're meant to actually be going croatia now in mid-august and she applied for a passport like maybe like three weeks ago which i'm hoping was is enough time to get before then but i'm actually how, stressed, how many like, weeks was it i think it was like it was about to be 10 weeks until we go which is what it says on the website is how much you're meant to Leave. Maybe you might want to close your ears for this. Mm. No, Carlos, seriously, 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 seriously. So basically, no. I I have told on this on this you know show in a different episode about how I lost my passport in Copenhagen, um, and then obviously I applied for one, and it was eight weeks till my holiday, right? Mm. But they have processing times, like on the web, on the um, passport, like gov.uk, and the average processing time was five weeks. So I was like, okay, I can do a standard application because they have options. You can do like a fast track service, but the standard application processing time at the time when I applied was five weeks, right? So I was like, okay, I've got three weeks to play with. That's completely fine. Did it two weeks before my holiday? The passport hasn't come, so I was like, okay, I'm going to try and upgrade my standard application to a fast track one, so I can get it in a week, right? Mm. Carlos mm. Carlos oh my god I called the passport office I kid you not you can see my call log every single day for two weeks you're on hold minimum 40 minutes and then when you get there you first you go through general inquiries no one knows anything then they put you to the upgrade team nine out of ten times they don't answer they just they just put the phone down so you have to call again and wait for 40 minutes again because they're that busy they they are 
completely inundated and you know what's mad as well this is when i started freaking out this was like two weeks to go right because i was googling like because i know the nearest passport office to me is liverpool so i was googling like mm. liverpool passport office contact number or, or whatever else and it would be like articles of um uh, oh you know the passport the passport services are so busy they're so overwhelmed people are queuing outside for hours and hours and hours i was like surely not surely not so i did it for two weeks i'm not even kidding you two weeks every day and i got to the point where i was i'm be, i'm so careful how i talk to service workers right i am so careful and i got to a point where i was like not shouting at them but i was having to be really stern i was like because because they don't know anything they yeah. actually don't know anything and it's like at some point someone somewhere is just not doing their job i was saying to them this is the country's national passport service i got to a point where i'll be like okay can, can you do this can you no i can't can you do this no i can't can i speak to upgrades team no that no one's holding the phone can i speak to a manager no no one's available well can you do this for me can you do that for me no 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 no. i said okay fine you tell me how can i get a passport then that's what that's what i got like i was like can, okay you tell me as a british citizen how do i get a british passport in this country well my application has been in processing for eight weeks it was insane right so then eventually there was one phone call where i literally i refused to let the customer service person go she was like okay you're just gonna have to call back i was like no because i've been you guys have been telling me that for two weeks call back call back call back and, I, and i'll call back tomorrow and you'll tell me to call back the next day and then i'll keep calling back and nothing will happen do something for me right now so she gave me the uh, the email address of the upgrades team in liverpool right which is where my passport is at <clears throat> so then now i'm emailing them every single day in the in the subject urgent because basically um what you can do is if your travel is within two weeks um you're legible for an upgrade right and they say that within two working days of your flight they'll get back to you so i'm and i was a fool for believing them because that's why I was like, because I was thinking the week before, shall I just turn up at Liverpool? And I kept thinking, no, 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 they've said they'll get back to me. Let me just be a little bit patient, right? Carlos, it's now on. So my flight was on Tuesday, 17th of May on Monday. And I was in London, right? On the, on like the day before my flight, my sister had to go, had to go to Liverpool on my behalf on Monday, the 16th of May. Um, she stood there. She didn't stand there for long because she got there the queue was long there was like 20 people uh, oh by the way the passport office are so busy that you know when you go on google and you type in liverpool passport office they've changed the name to liverpool passport office brackets appointments only that's how busy they are that's how people camp outside from like so my sister went and basically there were people who were there from like five six o'clock in the morning the passport office opens at nine there are people that were queuing for like eight nine ten hours the whole day so I was thinking, I, I, I was just like, I, I, my flight is tomorrow. My flight is actually tomorrow. I don't have a passport. I haven't in two weeks managed to get through to anyone who's been of any help. So then on Tuesday, what I did was literally I had to forfeit my flight. I went to Liverpool early in the morning. I stood in the queue for eight hours. Genuinely, I stood in the queue for eight hours from 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. I stood in the queue right at the end of the day. And they were literally, because, because, um, the appointments are they're fully booked in terms of appointments right so they'd see like all the appointment people and then like maybe once every two hours they'll see one non-appointment person it was mm. crazy it was literally it was like the hunger games because there was like a whole long list of like line of people who, who like non-appointments and it was a right bonding experience i'm not gonna lie like anytime anyone got like a non-appointment person got put in like everyone would be like cheering and like applauding yeah. and like it was insane so like right at the end of the day they managed to see me and do you know what happened what happened they literally they got me in i said look my flight's today i've been emailing you guys for a week i've been calling for two weeks blah blah blah, blah. explain my whole situation they got my application they went oh right okay it was a lost passport i said yeah and then they just clicked print and you got your passport there and then then and there it took three minutes carlos eight weeks in processing two weeks of calling them one week of emailing them with my proof of travel eight hours in line and three minutes they looked at my application and they just pressed print do and in 20 minutes i had my passport in my hand do you think that they would have done that if you wasn't like my flights today no they they well I, no so basically this is the thing right my application i think because it was a lost passport they they when it's a replacement passport you have to send in your old one and i think somewhere along the line they'd got something mixed up because 
um I didn't send anything in because every time I would call, they'd be like, have you sent it in? I'm like, no, it's a lost passport. I can't send anything in. So I think it was stuck with the examiner at the Liverpool office because they were expecting something to be sent in. But it was not a replacement application. It was a lost application. Exactly. That's why. Because you know what she did? She looked at it and she went, oh, it's a lost passport like that. I went, yeah. Well, yes, it's a lost passport. That's what I applied for. Yeah. It was insane, and I thought, I've been through all of that for you to tell me in, in the last minute, three minutes, and, and that's all it took. Three minutes of examination, and that's all it took. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to inevitably having to do this. Thing. I know, I really hope you... And you know, what's, you know what's mental as well, is that... So, obviously, like I said, very, very big bonding session with everyone else in the queue. There were people who literally have been waiting, like, the exceeded amount of time, and they still haven't got their passports. There are a lot of people, like, their flights are, you know, tomorrow, or the next day, or this week. Like, it's like that. Like, everyone is just in terrible, terrible situations. This, and it is absolutely on the passport services. It is completely on HMPO. Like... They yeah. are. Would it, you not like expand or hire? So, more? No, apparently they've hired five hundred new workers. But I'm, I'm. Like everyone else was like, "What? So where are they? Mm. Where are they? If you've hired five hundred new people, why is the service still so rubbish? Everyone was in just terrible positions. People had like weddings to go to. Like, I'm a bit confused as well. Like, why is it now? Like, obviously it's summer, but like, surely people were like going away, like. Like, I don't get why. Why is this happening now? Like, people still went away last summer. And the summer I, th- before. I think, no, I think actually this is probably the first summer that people feel safe enough to go. I think people, last summer, like, we could go, but I don't think many people were. Yeah. So I think this is, like, really the first summer that, like, kind of, you know, the reg, like, the general public, the majority of the public are, are going. Like, I really hope and pray it doesn't happen. You did leave in 10 weeks, so hopefully it should uh. It should not. Hopefully it should not. What I will say is literally from, like, two weeks before, you're eligible for an upgrade. So if it hasn't come two weeks yeah. before your travel, you need to just... I would yeah. just, just call them or just go. Am I, like, even... I don't know. I Because originally we were like, oh, we're, when it gets to a month, we'll start calling. But if you can't even do anything a month in advance... No, then. you ha- it has to be two weeks, then you're legible, and you have to have proof of travel, basically. Um, but I'm hopefully it doesn't come. So I am. I do generally have bad luck with passports, to be fair. So I really pray and hope you don't end up in that situation. But it was a. It felt like you know what I got home that day. I drove home from Liverpool with my passport and I'd booked my flight. Like thankfully I'd only missed one day of my holiday. It could have been a lot worse because when I was in the queue and the way the queue was moving, like I said, it was like 30, 40 people in the non-appointments queue and one was going in through every hour. Right. So I was. I just accepted that. Do you know what? I might not even be able to go on this holiday. I actually might not be able to go so when I got home it felt like a fever dream did the um, people you were going with go ahead or did they wait no they like my friend weren't yeah (laughs) yeah so they could have ended up going on the whole holiday without you (laughs) they would have come back they would have come back like if if I wasn't there but I I insisted I was like just go like because the hotels were booked you couldn't cancel their flights so there's no point like yeah, it's so long it, it was it was ridiculous it was eight hours like i felt like it was a fever dream i felt like i was tripping i felt like the whole day was a trip it's so annoying as well because like i would happily like go and like well not happily but i would just go and like queue for eight hours if it was like okay at the end of it you'll get you your guaranteed passport. right yeah, that's what i was like, that's what i was saying like people in the queue was saying that it was like at least it would be worth it if you had your passport in your hand but there was no guarantee until i got through the door and it's such a thin line it's such a thin line between because there were people who queued up for eight hours and they got there and they were like okay no you still have to wait for a call back you know I don't know what it was about me that they well I think because it, it was a lost passport and they didn't they just didn't categorize the application correctly or whatever but I, I, it was it was insane it was insane I don't know what we pay taxes for honestly I don't know what we pay taxes for anyway once you got past that how was anyway, it anyway so the rest of nice the holiday it was amazing the rest of the holiday was incredible i absolutely loved it so i was out for like just under three weeks um and we did basically we did corfu we was in corfu for like four or five days which was gorgeous and then we got a ferry across to albania and then we traveled all the way up the albanian albanian riviera guys i'm about to do a brand deal with the albanian tourism board 
I love Albania. Albania is stunning. You know what's so stunning. funny is that my friends just randomly like last week were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go to. We should all go to Albania because apparently, like, one of their brothers was there, and they're like, oh, it's it's really nice and it's really cheap. It is incredible. So the reason why we ended up doing this trip was we were supposed to do the Italian Riviera. Um, but it's so expensive, especially this time of the year. Um, so then I was like, I'd heard about the Albania Riviera and I did some research and it, it's beautiful. It looked beautiful. And I was like, it's the Balkans as well. Like you can travel around the Balkans. So we did all the way up the Albanian, Albanian Riviera. Then we did um, North Macedonia. We did a place called Ohrid, stunning. And then we did Montenegro for a few days as well. So like all places were absolutely incredible, were absolutely incredible. But Albania just has my heart. Albania is, I would, as I said, I would actually do a brand deal with the, <laughs> with the tourism board because it is stunning. It is literally, it, it, it looks like, you know, like the Italian Riviera and these like gorgeous, like, you know, Greek islands that are extortionate. And it's literally a fraction of the price, right? We were, for how, how many nights? It was 20, 20 nights. Guess how much we paid each for accommodation? What? So what is twenty nights purely in Albania? No, 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 all together the whole trip. Um, I don't even know. I haven't been away for that long. Like, how much is? I'd expect you maybe to be paying like at least like seventy pounds a night or oh my fifty God, pounds Carlos. a night. I, d I, d I don't know. Like, I haven't been away in so long. No, like, well, no. I mean, maybe, maybe in like in other places yeah. yeah but not in albania we literally paid like 240 pounds each for the whole 20 days so what's that's like just that over like a tenner wow it's literally a tenner like a 10 pound 50. wow insane let's go albania in guys and it's beautiful it is beautiful there's beaches there's the because it's the Riviera right so like you travel all the way like we traveled all the way up um, um the coastline is absolutely stunning we did a number of boat tours like the beaches crystal clear blue water green water mm, beautiful like miss that <laughs> amazing I'll, weather I'll get, I'll get that I'm going split I'll get that you I'm will you will you will uh, I just want to be able to go with me anchor I'm stressed you now. will I'm don't stressed. be stressed do not be stressed <laughs> I should not have never have told you this story uh, I, I should never have told you you will be completely uh, fine you're always standing up Carlos I'm standing you know what it is it's because it's a lot easier for me to position the camera when the microphone is here rather than down there it? so I might, I might as well stand up but it's a thing a lot of presenters do you know they stand up while doing it I see that it. maybe because yeah. you just sat on your bum all yeah all sash it's, it's nice to switch things up a bit not that fun people do it at work as well like I remember those oh the standing desk but, but there, yeah there was one thing where one place I worked that had that way that like, you could do it up or down like whatever you want yeah a lot of people use that I personally didn't use that but I think it's good like to have that option no it is I think if you're like sedentary sedentary that's the word sedentary like the whole whole time it's not good for you is it we're not no. made to just sit down on our bums the whole day long. yeah I saw something like it was like the idea of like sitting just we weren't made to sit we if that makes sense we like the limbs. idea of a chair like it's not like yeah, yeah. anyway we're not getting too much into science um i'm presuming considering you've come back from your holiday this week that you haven't caught up on love island will you be watching it um i've watched bits and i've what you know what love island is one of those shows even if you don't watch you know what's going on because come 9 p.m <laughs> on the tl it's a running commentary yeah so like i watched the first two episodes i think and then i haven't watched the last i think i haven't watched the last few episodes because i've just been busy sure. but i'm pretty aware of what's gone on like i said because yeah. the two you cannot avoid it any favorites or i'm gonna have to favor the ethnics not gonna lie <laughs> india yeah india but she seems like nice and genuine and she's gorgeous well. i mean yeah. this is a this is a whole like someone oh, this is a whole other episode about race and love island goodness yeah. someone tweeted today i saw like love island got rid of one race problem mm. which is exclusion <laughs> yeah that representation representation yeah. and now there's another one segregation it's actually crazy like if you look at india she is objectively beautiful right she's objectively stunning and then you put her into a villa and 
none of the white men are chatting to her Mm. And even Amber, well, for, sorry, I forgot. Yeah, I yeah. Even them. But yeah. that's because I don't watch the show like that. But yeah, yeah. Like even yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's both of them. It's like, both, both of them. them. Yeah. They're both literally. They're both stunning. They're both gorgeous girls. And it's only the black men that are showing them any attention. Yeah, there was it, even one instance. Was they're not? I don't know who it was. I saw this on the TL. Like <laughs> one, one of the white men were talking about who were the contenders, and they literally mentioned. This is the thing. Like I think a few of them are talking about top threes, and it's always the, the top three yeah. white girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really crazy like a show like Love Island how it exposes like racialized beauty standards you know it's, mm. it's, it's really insane and like how different people's ideals of beauty are because yeah. I think I know who the most beautiful people are and it's not who the rest of the country the contestants well, think have any of the guys on Love Island caught your eye or Dami's are Dami's are yeah. Dami's alright. He's quite Dam- good looking. I think he's good looking. Also, his character as well. I think he's like. Oh, I um, haven't seen. Yeah, he he's like giving like semi Ovi vibes, like oh, kind of like he? jokey, like okay. going around sort of thing. Like yeah. which I like. He's being like that from the start. It makes oh, me think he's it? a bit more genuine. Okay, like, yeah, sort of thing. that's cute. Like, also, um, black Irish, like you can't go wrong there. Like. The, the Irish accent does have a certain charm to it. Oh, we did this on our on our little appetizers yeah. video. We did. We haven't. Has it come out yet? No, we haven't. We yeah, have yeah. an appetizers video coming out, ranking um, like the sexiest yeah. accents in the UK. So hold tight for that. Um, I won't give anything away. Let, but let's the Irish just say accent Irish is, did well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Irish accent is nice. It definitely works in his favour. Yeah. But apart from that, not not. Well, Davy Day is like. He's well, good to look at. He's good to look at. I feel like he—he's one of those people who's like maybe too good to look at. Like he looks like manufactured. Ca- he looks like a cartoon version of like a Disney prince come to life. Yeah. Do you know what like I mean? Like he's been drawn. Yeah. Yeah. I slightly like, get you. I slightly get you. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> on speaking of <laughs> Davide, um, I think the main point of contention the past week, I'd say over everything on the TL, which I'm sure you've seen as well is the age difference between Davide and Gemma and the fact that they are now in a couple. So... See, I'd, I... See, the last episode I watched, so it was the second episode, which was when he came in. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. No, no, I already know. <laughs> I already know. But, like, that's the episode that I watched. And when he come in, obviously all the girls were like, oh... And mm. when when it was, like, Gemma, I was like... So I was... Obviously, when you're watching, you're trying to think, like, oh, who would he go for? Yeah. I genuinely did not put Gemma in the running because I was like, surely he's not going to go for her because she's way too young. Yeah. I mean, there's a question of why she on the show in the first place. Like, she yeah. has not even given life a chance you know yeah like 19 19 i mean we've had 19 year olds on the show before i think it's just because people are a lot more wary at the moment i think people now or maybe the audience now are a lot more like okay like you're when you're 19 you haven't really experienced life and i can say that now looking back at myself at 19, yeah absolutely like, yeah. absolutely but even at the time as well you're, you're very like the way you are is it's still okay yeah you're a young adult but you're just you're fresh out you're actually fresh out of like college yeah literally you're fresh out of college um that is not i don't know because well for for context if people haven't been watching love island Gemma is just happens to be michael owen's daughter for that as well um (laughs) she is 19 years old she just turned 19 davide is um 27 and they are in a couple so that's a eight year difference possibly nearly nine if davide is yet to turn 28 this year we don't know mm-hmm. um but and she I, just turned 19 as well. yeah exactly so that's the thing so it might be nearly eight years yeah. if he's about to turn oh sorry nearly nine years if he's about to turn 28 but i think it outside of love island this is like a really interesting topic like age gaps in relationships right because just to give my stance on this first of all i like on paper when you see this type of thing immediately you're like oh my gosh red flag i think because we're so used to seeing like sort of particularly older men sort of act in the predatory nature towards young impressionable girls like say Mm -hmm. that are like nearing the end of like high school like age like 16 sort of thing where like they know that they're getting towards being a 
official adult mm-hmm. um and they kind of want to maybe feel like they're more adult and they will go for these older men who are more than happy to kind of be like mm-hmm. a bit i will say creepy because like a lot of the time like it is like if you're way older why are you going for it's, people uh, still it's in weird school? like i'm sorry let's just say it as it is you're if you're a grown man and you're going for kids <laughs> like I you're think, going for girls that yeah. are like significantly younger than you're not just it's not just the age gap as well it's the context right because mm. the context is that they just come out of school you know they've just come out of school like or they're still in school or they're still in college why are you doing that i think that's the important thing the important thing is context right so with um young girls that are very obviously still in school and i think you can also tell there's a, that, that sense of like immaturity there um that that like you say it's obviously like why would you not just go for someone that you're obviously going to meet in life yeah, like, big like, one. Like, like where are you meeting Mess with these someone 16 your own year old age. girls yeah right? however age gaps in general i think over the years i've come to maybe become a lit i've come to realize i have maybe sort of like i've jumped the gun quite a bit and this is especially given like i think quite a few of my friends are actually in relationships where there is like a notable age difference so i think one of them is in like a relationship where there's a five-year gap so 25 and 30 nearly one of them's in a relationship where there's a six-year gap so 25 and 31 and the other one is in a relationship where there's like actually a 10-year difference so it's like 24 25 34 35 and the thing is before if you'd given that to me on paper i would have been like absolutely no, not because i think but it depends i think it really really depends exactly. because it's it's i think once you reach a certain age the age gap doesn't matter anymore mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like i feel like once you're like you're decisively not a child i think 25 actually like 24 25 is like the cutoff age i think when you are decisively not a child not a young adult anymore i think your mid-20s like you are in your mid-20s now there you are unmistakably conclusively categorically an adult not a young adult an adult right that's the point at which i don't think age differences matter like that much right mm, like I think as well though like just to put this into context obviously i'm not going to name names i don't want to put their actual relationship up for debate but this is just how i've come to sort of realize that it really does depend on like context and that actually like it depends on the people a lot of the time obviously there are some cases where it's absolutely red flag like no don't don't do that i I think think. it's a context rather than the people because i think when you say okay if you say five years and it's 25 and 30 that's completely fine if you say five years and it's 18 and 23 that's not okay but this is the thing like i've got friends who were in those relationships and i think if you said that on paper that you would be like oh this is like as uh, i don't know about this but honestly the, this their relationship is so strong and they're one they're, they're like literally the longest couple that i've known really? that have been together and they're all they're engaged and they're literally have the, and and they're 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 two of the like nicest people like very much very like mature and also they've met through work i was okay i was gonna That's say okay thing. that matters how that yeah. if it was an organic organic like yeah. relationship if it's like a man specifically going out and because men do this men specifically yeah. pick young women that they know are not not completely formed in themselves so that they can manipulate and like make that make the girl who they what their version of like what woman they want right yeah yeah but th- yeah exactly this is the thing i think mean, two of the people that i talked about before they've met through work so it's not like they um the old person has gone out of their way to find someone who is younger than them they've met in a place of work become friends and then it's gone further sort of thing which i think is i don't know i think the thing to i think obviously i don't know i th- for me personally i think when you at that sort of age where you're finishing high school like going to uni or becoming like a in the eyes of the law an adult just because you're an adult it doesn't mean that you have experienced life mm-hmm. i think that's the important thing i think I, and because like i said because i've seen relationships where it has worked and because they i can't imagine the people with anyone else now yeah i think i think it very much depends on the people but what i would say is 
people that maybe rush into things and then would be like oh i'm gonna like marry them or something i would mm-hmm. be a bit like okay maybe hold yours is like you have like experience life a little bit mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unless i mean but then people do want to get married but i do think if you want to get married straight after 18 maybe or well yeah it's 18 now because they've, they've upped it to 18 um if you do want to get married at that age i would say maybe go for someone who's a bit similar to your age because the likelihood is you maybe won't have had that much time to spend with them and you're more likely to get on with them i feel mm-hmm. if you're of a more similar i think it's, age. it's the men like the men are I think you really have to if, if you are a young girl or a younger girl and you go for a man who has this you know who's significantly older than you and also by the way like Gemma and Davide's dyna- that's that's quite a lot eight years like eight mm. years at 19 yeah that's a lot like if you think about like because to be fair even like okay 18 and 23 or like 19 and 24 is still you're still in that same bracket of of yeah. like young adulthood yeah right? like on surveys it's always yeah. like 18 to 25 right exactly like, so yeah. you're still in that same bracket but 19 to 28 so this is like when you're literally just fresh legal to now like uh, you're you're approaching 30 yeah you know we, we, we were literally talking about we we're saying 27 the other day when we 27 is like the age which right like, exactly oh, 30, exactly you know? exactly so 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 that that is that is i think for me a very decisive age difference that just should not be pursued i think like but i don't know it is it is mad though because it's like at least until the girl is older but it's mad though because it's like obviously we can all think what we think but then in the eyes of the law it's it's, legal. it's it's fine and i don't obviously yeah, I, I, don't, I don't i don't I, I don't think people should necessarily wade into relationships like that because like i said there are ones that do oh i don't think there should be like a blanket statement you know what i mean like, I yeah like, that's true yeah. that's true if it is a situation where it's like look you haven't met someone with the intention like if you're um, i think the own the responsibility actually is more on the man than the woman right because also oh, we're, we're saying man and woman but like the older person right yeah. is more on the older person than the younger one because they are like the more if age anything to go by gonna be more responsible more mature etc etc um trying to start if you're 18 19 like it's probably your first relationship or your first serious relationship or you know you're new to to, to the dating world and, and things like that and they i think there's a big difference between if they meet a younger person and it happens organically the romance happens organically as opposed to them meeting someone and and immediately chirps yeah right because what business do you as a 28 year old man have chirps in a 19 year old girl if you if you happened organically to kind of like fall over her and develop feelings having to got to know her as a person that's different do we think that love island is an organic setting though no it's not but that's my point that's my Mm. point like if you as a man have come onto a show like love island where any woman that you're talking to is only in one context you're not talking to any woman as a friend you right. should not you should not be you should be avoiding that 19 year old because why what business do you have to actually approach a 19 year old on a romantic level when you're 28 yeah i would agree with that i don't know the thing is as well like they've actually they talked about it i don't think you will have seen but like they had a conversation like which i think i feel like the producers probably will have told them to have that conversation and it was just it was just a case of does it like he asked her does the fact that i'm a bit older bother you she was like no that's it like it's not her of course it's not gonna bother her does it bother you big man yeah does it bother you because it probably should and also you could tell from watching her she's quite immature like she's quite emotionally immature you know yeah like and this isn't that's not necessarily anything to do with her as an individual it's just her as a 19 year old like i think like even like us at 19 way less way less mature than now like i feel like i have a completely different outlook on life and like know a lot more than i did then absolutely yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see where oh actually um, do you want spoilers or no tell me i don't so and spoilers for anyone listening um they had a recoupling last night and davide is now coupled up with a girl who is a lot more his age who? um a new one she's called ekin sue she's oh, turkish yeah, yeah, yeah. and um Gemma, and that's because luca coupled up with Gemma now luca the fish guy Did you like her 
Luca, right? I don't know. I, I personally, I'm here for the drama he's creating, but I don't Who really like. He? I don't really like his personality that much. He's very much like he's very much coming to his own and just like going around just doing what he wants, sort of thing. Which is creates great TV. But as a person, I wouldn't like that. Like I don't know. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's all it's all very interesting. Um, the two ethnic couples still together. Um, uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> surprise. Um, was it Tasha and Andrew, and then? Don't even think I know who they are. Yeah. Um, Tasha is cool. She's the first. Um, oh, deaf, deaf contestant. contestant. Um, and then there's two people left who are single, who are Paige. Who Paige is really nice, actually. Paige is. Um, she. Everyone keeps on confusing her with Gemma because they kind of look similar, and she looks like she should be called Gemma, but she's called Paige. Um, but oh, yeah, she, yeah. She's, she's really nice She seems nice And then there's another new girl called Afia So them two are single but they haven't been dumped Because Liam left, left. yesterday yeah, out of his own accord Which I think that's actually really genuine Yeah I saw like, for his mental health or something it, I think it's just, it's just like yeah it's just not for me And I think that's actually good so, so good for him Because like if you were there with purely the idea of oh I'm going to um, go on Love Island to get loads of followers and become an influencer which a lot of people do now yeah you would stick it out for as long as possible because your aim is to it's not to find love or to, yeah. to have a good experience or whatever it's just literally just to get yeah. famous but he's literally been like yeah I'm not feeling this I'm gonna go which I think is like really cool absolutely like, love that for him yeah. love that for yeah. him you know Love Island to be a contestant on Love Island is more competitive than getting into Oxbridge I mean, I'm not surprised. It's mad. Crazy. Yeah. True, not surprising. Do you ever go on it? <laughs> Carlos, be if, serious. If, if your family never watched TV, could you go on it? Forget about my family, would I? <laughs> no, I, would you? If I was single, like now, and I'd like never, maybe, maybe been in like a couple of relationships sort of thing, then maybe I would be, but then I, I would at least consider it. Like, you I know would go I mean? for the free holiday. Exactly, that's the thing. Like, I would, but then. <sighs> Is it a free, how much of a free holiday is it? Because obviously, for the people that enjoy drinking, you can't drink. For the people that enjoy their phones and stuff, you you have complete cut off from your phone. I suppose you like doing that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> drink. I don't. But then it's I also being cut off. This is something like you're, <laughs> you know what I mean? you're in the sun all day. I did really deep the other day about how messed up it would be to because it's just like you're completely shut off from the rest of the world you're you have no idea what time or what day it is you can't speak to anyone else you're told what to yeah, do yeah it's, it is, like, it's very very like it's, it's it is like a job like yeah. the filming the constantly being preened for filming yeah. constantly like and and definitely let's not get it twisted the producers are absolutely putting strings behind the scenes telling mm. like setting up certain scenes and telling well, they, people yeah they have to like yeah. i think like to it is it, it is like a job it is like a job you know like the amount of filming that you have to do yeah um but if it was just i, I would just like to just go and just chill in the sun for how long is it six weeks eight weeks i think this one's eight weeks yeah. oh my goodness that's l two months yeah maybe, no is that normal um i think season four was eight weeks and then they went back to six weeks but this one's eight weeks again you know, I feel like this is like the make or break season for Love yeah, Island. Definitely. I feel like if this season they don't pull it out the bag, then I don't think people will. It's gonna because it, that always happens with like reality shows, isn't it? But mm. hit their stride and then they all drop. I can't. I don't know any reality show that we used to watch as a kid that's still going, that is still popular. Like X is X Factor still on? Is Britain's no, Got Talent still on? X Factor, X Factor has ended. Britain's Got Talent has literally just been on. I saw the results of the final come up in the news and I was like, wait, Britain's Got Talent happened? Like, like people, that's my point. Like, no, like, but back in the day, yeah. you used to love it. Absolutely is, was. Is, is that our age, you know? No, no. because I think it was a pretty, hard, it was a universal household. Everyone was watching it. Yeah. Everyone was watching it back in the day. Like, um, like Big Brother, no one watches anymore. Like these reality TVs yeah. really do have an expiry date, and Keeping I think up with the Kardashians has ended and gone on to a different show. Which yeah, is basically yeah, the same the thing. The Kardashians, yeah. yeah, that's probably the only show that has probably retained like consistent viewership. 
I think that's just because show. they are so famous. It's just because yeah. they're so famous. Like, people are actually involved in their lives. Yeah, like, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But generally, like, they do have expiry dates. And I feel like Love Island, if they do not... Because the first few seasons were completely different to what the show is now. But that is why the show got famous. It was just messy. It was mm. messy. It was unregulated. And you can tell people weren't there for, like, brand deals and for having followers and all of these things, you know? So if they don't find a way to get back to the old formula, then it's yeah. curtains, I think, for Love Island. That's your verdict. That's my verdict. Yeah. Are you going to sit now? Well, I might do what you're doing and just stand up now. <sighs> but I've angled, I've angled the camera for oh, you sitting right, down. Oh, my goodness. All right. right. Sorry, Carlos. You're so particular. I'll sit down. <sighs> I'll sit down. Sorry, hang on. Give me a second. Oh, my body is aching. Basically, yesterday with my work, we did like a team building day. This is why I was in London. We did a team building day and we did sports day. We did no. like a team sports day. It was actually r so much fun. Um, but at the end, we played a game of rounders. Now, I don't like, obviously, rounders, very popular during school days. Mm. Wasn't it so much fun? Yeah, I used to play in like primary school and really. And in like, high school as well. I don't think we would do well. Oh, in not in your school, posh private grammar no, school. All no, right, we didn't. then. No. Well, the rest of us commoners, we played it in high school as well. I absolutely love yeah, rounders. I, play, I played it in the commoner prim primary school. Yeah. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 See, yeah. that makes sense, that. Yeah. But I loved rounders. Tell me why. I, I don't know if it's because I'm older or what, but it's so hard. It's so physically strenuous. Well, I think it's probably because it's like that. It's a lot more sudden sprint, isn't it's it? You crazy. gotta go. Like, it's, that's what it is. Yeah. When you play rounders, you actually you got a sprint because you're trying to make. Actually, also because how many in the, how many in the team of rounders? I th I don't know. We just used to split our class. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was only six of us in each team, so oh. it's kind of like you're done batting. Mm -hmm. And then you do all the running, and then it's time to run again. It was like yeah. non-stop. It got to the point where I was even like to the fielding team, "I'll pay you if you get me out." <laughs> like it was, it was so much fun. But it was like, because even like when I go gym, I don't sprint. Like I, I go on the treadmill. I do incline walk. I do stairmaster. Like that's the yeah. kind of cardio I do. I do not sprint. So all that sprinting and jumping and falling about, as as fun as it was, my body is broke up right now. Yeah. Was it nice though? <laughs> it was. It was so much. I mean, I'm always back and forth from London, but it was the but sports I mean, day was so much fun. Oh, the weather. Uh, I thought this was your first time being with work there, was it? Oh no, no, I've been, I've been oh, with okay. work before. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, this team, the sports day was really fun. It was a lot of fun. That's nice. Yeah. Can't say I probably would have enjoyed that. You were. Uh, you. Uh, it was. You probably would have. It probably. If listen, if I enjoyed it, anyone would enjoy it. <laughs> We did like a school style sports day basically, like egg and spoon, spoon okay, race, yeah, like three legged race, like wheelbarrow, yeah. obstacle course, sack Fair race. Enough. Yeah, it was really fun. On a less positive note, I thought, Aww. what better way to round off today's episode than to focus on just. Because I feel like on this show, we do like kind of cover politics and what's going on and i feel like it's just there are three things are going on at the moment that i've just like yep this is the state of the uk now like it's just not great so first off um boris johnson survived his no confidence vote which happened on monday um, not not um like marginally though right not necessarily was, was it not what it was, was it what was 60 40 so like okay that's that's not Okay. Really. I mean, like it was like thirty votes. I mean, sixty forty. That's still forty percent of your that, of your um Tr it, of your MPs that don't that believe don't in you. you. Yeah. But at the same time, the other sixty percent is interesting, given literally on the day which the vote happened, <sighs> Nadine Dorries came out and said that he should stay because the donors have spoken. She oh lit, she, my god she literally, and she that, is, that said sums that. up she parliamentary politics that. it's all about money yeah. it's all about what the donors do and don't want that's all it is it's, that's mm. all it is that's insane I mean no it's not really but it's not surprising yeah. at all really I slightly want him to stay and I want him to mess up the the Tory party just as much as he possibly can not that it will do anything but just as an experiment have you seen that 10 minute video the yeah, lies and life by donkeys yeah it yeah. was 
insane like yeah. i always knew he was trash in, and this in, is in our opinion in our opinion yeah. but i mean we could say this factually like that document it was a 10 minute like mini documentary yeah <coughs> all the facts that, yeah all the facts about what a in our opinion terrible person he is all the facts about all his lies and mistreatment of people mm. facts yeah it was weird because i think before that i'd always gone to i know galdam do like a series where they, they yeah, like yeah, it. yeah 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 well, this video was more even more than that like it literally went to literally from his, his birth, birth. <laughs> literally from <laughs> his birth like from him being in school uh. like you can and this is the thing that's so dangerous about boris johnson like a lot of people just see him as like this bumbling idiot that somehow fell into power but actually in this documentary it documents mm. how when he was like as young as a school child he he would kind of um he would regale himself as like being this leader mm. and like a massive, being the boss massive sense of what's the word um, entitlement entitlement that's it yeah you know like he would like being prime minister has literally been his lifelong ambition mm. and here crazy. we are crazy and he's racist fact G- I'm gonna relish on it. Given that, the given the stat, given the stats that are out there, we have come to that conclusion. No, he yes. he decisively he has said racist things. That, he he yeah. has literally said racist things out. He has not just said it in conversation or whatever. He has published. He has <laughs> gone on, typed out racist things, gone over it, read it, sent it to the editor, who then clicked print, who then circulated all across the country. That's that is yeah. as decisive as racism could ever be in my opinion. Yeah. Fair enough. It was on insane, crazy. Uh, that man's our prime minister. Anyways, moving on. On to the next thing. Um first deportation flight to Rwanda approved for Tuesday. Oh goodness. Um which obviously we've spoken about before we had martin come on actually speak about that and i don't think there's that much more to say about it just i'm sure i thought the high court wouldn't allow it but they have and i don't really understand why i mean (laughs) dig deep carlos you'll find Mm. you'll you'll find the answer and it is just i saw one um story which was about um, a man who's been recognised as the survivor of torture who asked for support in the UK after being threatened with deportation to Rwanda. Instead of counselling, he was sent these tips. Clean your room. Do a crossword or Sudoku. Oh my God. Try a new haircut or kick a ball. Oh my God. This country is a joke. It's actually a joke. Like, I know we say this every <laughs> single episode i know we actually say this every single episode and i feel like i should not be baffed at this point and yet somehow the uk finds another way of baffling me yeah each week every single week every single not just once a week several times (laughs) several stories every week um i don't know man i actually don't know do you know what else tuesday is hmm do you know what else tuesday is as well as it being the day of the first deportation flight to Miranda. No, but you're going to tell me. Five years since Grenfell. On the anniversary yeah. of Grenfell. Yep. That that can't be a coincidence. Mm, that um, cannot be a coincidence. Stats. There's still nearly 10,000 tower blocks in England that are unsafe due to dangerous cladding and other associated fire risks. Um... And the fire union boss came out, um, I think, of the local community where Grenfell is and said he's shocked that no prosecutions have been made five years later. I forget like, about prosecutions. Like, I swear people are still not um, completely fully rehoused. Mm, yeah, I tried. I couldn't find anything on that, but um, I'm sure probably... That is, I know that was the case a few years ago, so... Not even a few years ago. I saw something quite recently about well, it. I can't remember the top of my head, but, like, I, the, the last thing I've, I've, I heard, which was not that long ago, was that not every... Not all the residents had been completely rehoused. You know... Five what, years on. You know what's mad as well? Um... I, I don't know who it was I was speaking to, but they were telling me about how they know someone, or I can't remember if it was know someone or was then. I might have read on the news. Basically, this person was a member of a building, which was a high-rise building, like mm-hmm. in, in hiring flats out, that sort yeah. of thing. Um, and they... Um, obviously they have got this dangerous cladding which I think some kind of regulations have been brought into place now mm-hmm. where it's like you have to 
you have the building has to be mm-hmm. cladded effectively as to mm-hmm. avoid a fire like Grenfell. Mm-hmm. Um, and the onus has come onto the people who are rent the rooms in the building to pay for this cladding or contribute towards Goodness. it and therefore a lot of them are having to like they're gonna they say we are we're, we're probably gonna have to sell the flat like because we can't afford to actually pay for pay it for this it's not their building they don't own the building they just rent it out why do they have to pay for building i repairs? don't understand that makes no sense because okay fine make them pay but then they own a share of that building yeah I don't really understand it. Like, it's just, it just seems like the only, Agreed. like, no, no one's really won here. No one absolutely win? can. No one can. Right. No one can. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy that, that if it's five years on and justice has not been served yet, I'm sorry, no one can ever win here. Yeah. It's not even, like, justice, like, the bare minimum. Like, yeah. could have been done, like, yeah. to avoid this. Because I think stuff has happened as well. Maybe not in the same level as Grenfell, but I read in an article about, like, similar sort of things have happened like fires not like i say not to the same extreme in terms of 72 people dying yeah, but like seven and seven i don't know about 72 well yeah that's true actually i don't know about 72 yeah <sighs> say something nice to lighten the mood do you want to wrap a bit <laughs> do you want to wrap lift the mood a bit fam there's nothing nice to say man there's actually nothing nice to say what are you going up to this evening it's my friend's birthday. Tanika, if you're listening, happy birthday. <laughs> I'm going so out for dinner. So I'm very excited. Where are you going? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Cottonopolis in town. I've heard of it, but never been. Oh, me, I, it doesn't look that exciting, but Is it's it her birthday. Is it Spinning spot. Fields? Or, um, no. It's near Piccadilly, actually. It's okay. not far from Piccadilly, yeah. Um, cool. That's what I'm doing this evening. And then tomorrow I'm going to the gold shop with my mum. It's like the second time this week she's taking me gold shop. Hint, Asian, hint. No, Asian mums. My mum just... Asian mums and gold. I mean, Asian people and gold. Asian women is, and gold. Wait, is it not for you? No, it's, for, it's just for yeah, everyone. That's what I'm saying. Is it for you? Like, hint, hint Oh, she's already or? bought my wedding set. No. She's already bought that. I don't have a husband and she's already bought my wedding set. There we go. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We will see you next week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Mango Masala Radio.